Hey everyone, my name is Eric Escobar and I'm the Tech Talker. Last weekend, I decided to ditch technology and head out into the wilderness. Now, I know what you're thinking, and just because I'm a techie doesn't mean I don't ever get any fresh air. Anyways, to get back on topic, one of my friends was messing with his smartphone trying to get internet service in the woods. He was baffled as to how it could be that the GPS on his phone worked, but yet he couldn't send a text message. Now, this spiraled into a great conversation that I thought would be perfect for a Tech Talker podcast. You probably know that on many of today's mobile phones, you can not only make calls and send text messages, but you can also get directions and connect to a wireless headset. What many people don't realize is how many different types of communication many of today's smartphones come equipped with. That's why in today's episode, I'm going to break open your smartphone and show you what's under the hood. But first, I want to thank this podcast sponsor, Carbonite Online Backup. I realize that for many of you, backing up your computer isn't the first thing on your to-do list. Or maybe you think that that backup you did last year will suffice in case something happens. I'm sure all of those pictures and videos will be completely safe. I mentioned in a previous episode why backing up to the cloud is so important and how it can save you from digital ruin. To really be protected, you need online, off-site, in-the-cloud backup from Carbonite. With Carbonite, your files are automatically and continually backed up, so you never have to think about it, set it one time, and forget it. Plans start at just $59 a year. Start your free trial today at Carbonite.com with the offer code TECHTALKER and get two bonus months with that purchase. That's Carbonite.com and the offer code for two bonus months is TECHTALKER. Okay, so first off, let's cover what you can see on your smartphone screen. You see bars of service followed by an E, 3G, 4G, LTE, or if you're really unlucky, an O. The bars will show your signal strength and the symbol identifies which type of network you're connected to. The O that I just referred to is one of the oldest types of data transmission out there and is very, very slow. I've only seen this appear on my phone a handful of times. And the next best in terms of data rate is E, followed by 3G. And now keep in mind that there's a difference between the 3G network and a 3G iPhone. Many people confuse these two, but these things are entirely different. A 3G iPhone is just a particular model of the iPhone, and it also happens to be the name of the third generation wireless network. Okay, now after 3G, there are three new types of communication technologies on the market. 4G, LTE, and HSPA+. Probably heard of 4G, again, not to be confused with the 4G iPhone, and LTE. But HSPA is another contender for future wireless communication that probably isn't as well known. These all have comparable data speeds that range from about 5 to 12 megabits per second. However, just so you know, it is extremely misleading to call any data speeds of this sort 4G. And this is because the true definition of 4G is actually 100 megabits per second. And I don't know of a single real-world example of a phone communicating at true 4G speeds over HSPA+, LTE, or 4G. At best, I would call this type of communication 3.5G. Okay, just when you think you're getting the hang of this, let me throw some more information at you. Next, we're moving on to Wi-Fi. I'm sure all of you who have been listening to Tech Talker podcasts are familiar with Wi-Fi and this is yet another type of communication that is sure to be built into your smartphone. When you have Wi-Fi turned on and you're connected to the network, your speeds will far exceed what you would normally get from 3G or so-called 4G networks. But the downside is that it will drain much more of your battery. 
However, it's pretty likely that when you're connected to Wi-Fi, you're either at home, at work, or in a coffee shop, or someplace else you can easily charge your device if it drains. Now moving on to something you guys probably didn't know, most smartphones built within the past two years actually come installed with a true GPS. This means that with even no cell service whatsoever, your phone can detect your location pretty much anywhere on the planet. Many people think that if you can't send or receive calls and text messages or even download map information over GPS, this means that your phone's locating capabilities are disabled. But that's not true. GPS acts as a one-way signal, so your phone receives the information from satellites, but it doesn't transmit information back to space. This allows for a very small power consumption compared to other types of communication. And it also explains why my friends couldn't send text messages from the wilderness even though their phones had a functioning GPS on it. This episode has been supported by Carbonite.com, automatic and secure online backup for your home, home office, and small business computer files, with plans starting at just $59 a year. Get the better backup plan today. Start your free trial at Carbonite.com. Use the offer code TechTalker and get two bonus months with this purchase. Next, we have Bluetooth. Bluetooth is meant for short-range communication. Many of you know Bluetooth as a thing that allows you to drive in your car while remaining hands-free. I'm sure you're also aware that if you move your earpiece too far away from your device, you'll lose your connection. This type of communication is not only used for wireless headsets. You can also find it in wireless keyboards, headphones, and even mice. Now that I've covered all the basic types of communication at work in your phone, you're probably thinking, Hmm, if my phone is constantly sending and receiving signals from all these different types of communication, shouldn't that use up a lot of energy? And you're exactly right. All of these signals require energy, and it's really what uses the most of your cell phone's battery. An easy way to shut off this battery drain is to set your phone on airplane mode. If you go check out the show notes, I've posted some easy tutorials on how to do this for Android, iOS, and Windows 7 devices. When your phone is on airplane mode, you won't be able to send or receive any type of communication, but you'll notice some extreme battery savings. So here are four ways that you can put this information to use. One, if you're not actively using Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, turn them off to save power. Two, if you're out in the wilderness, a smartphone can sometimes double as a GPS. Three, when you see an advertisement for 4G, just know that it's not really 4G, but more like 3.5G. 4. If you want to save a ton of battery power while playing video games or watching movies on your smartphone, just switch your phone to airplane mode. Well, that's it for today. Be sure to check out all my podcasts on the Quick and Dirty Tips website. And if you have any further questions about this podcast or want to make a suggestion for a future podcast, post your comments on the Tech Talker Facebook page. And until next time, I'm the Tech Talker, keeping technology simple. Mm-hmm.